The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. In Genesis 2, God said that it wasn't good for humanity to be alone. We're made for others, whether on the receiving end or giving end of the relationship. And it isn't good to be alone in all different sorts of circumstances. But for example, trick-or-treating at the creepy old house at the end of the block. Impossible by yourself, but with a friend, it's different. Having a friend makes tough times bearable. Today, Jesus sends out 36 pairs of disciples. Pairs mean having someone to receive from and give to. Things like encouragement, support, criticism, and accountability. Even though Jesus sends them out two by two, they are actually three by three. Because when Jesus pairs two men or two women together, he creates a friendship with himself in the middle. St. Alured of Revaux, the 12th century abbot, wrote definitively on Christian friendship. And the first sentence to his work called Spiritual Friendship is this. You and I are here, and I hope that Christ is between us as a third. When Christ pairs us up, he is in the middle as the source, form, and power of friendship. Each pair with Christ between them was sent out to the surrounding towns with only God's word. And while it doesn't seem like enough, Jesus gives the impression that it is enough. A friend in Christ, with Christ's word in his mouth, is more than a money bag, a knapsack, or sandals. But Jesus also says that they will be like lambs among wolves, and quoting Shakespeare's Henry V, 
his fearful odds. However, with God's presence and his word, even two lambs can win a battle against a pack of wolves. Today is the Feast of St. Luke, and he was a friend of St. Paul. From the book of Acts, we know that Luke was present for all different sorts of things that happened in Paul's life, from raising a girl from the dead to being arrested at the temple. But there is one thing in particular that sticks out from the epistle reading for St. Luke's Day, from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. St. Paul writes, Luke alone is with me. When Paul wrote 2 Timothy, he was in Rome facing death, and Luke is the one with him. Paul and Luke make a pair. Even though Paul wasn't present when Jesus gave the instructions out to the 36 pairs, Jesus knew that Paul could not face death alone. So St. Luke went with him. St. Luke is known as a physician and gospel writer, but even before that, he is most importantly known as a friend. St. Luke was the friend who made an unbearable situation bearable. As Paul faced death, Luke was there to remind and encourage Paul of what he already believed. That the kingdom of heaven is present. That Jesus is God with us. Nothing can separate Paul from the love of God. And because of holy baptism, Paul will rise from the dead. Luke's friendship with Paul meant Luke's presence was Jesus' presence to Paul. And in turn, Paul's friendship with Luke meant Paul's presence was Jesus' presence to Luke. Luke witnessed in Paul's martyrdom the lengths to which Jesus' friendship went for the twelve apostles. John chapter 15, Jesus says, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. A family Zoom call and online church can be good and helpful up to a point, but they're never the best. It is not good for man to be alone. We are meant to be together with others, first with God and then with other people. God gives us friendship to mimic God's relationship with us. St. Luke's Day is about friendship. We were never meant to face life by ourselves. St. Luke shows that Jesus came to be with us so that we could be with him. And for all the times we strike out on our own to be apart from God through sin, Jesus keeps drawing close to us, even drawing close to us in our death through the crucifixion. Jesus is the one who is with us so that we are never alone. He's the one who picks us up when we fall. He is the one who encourages us when we are discouraged. And he is the one who believes when we need help with our unbelief. But there's even more. Like Paul was never alone because Jesus was with him, the Lord sent Luke. And for you, 
the Lord sends us to each other. Christian friendship begins in the Lord's Supper. In the Lord's Supper, Christ draws us to himself. And as we are drawn closer to him, we are drawn closer to one another. Now, we can't be friends with everyone in the church. Only Jesus can do that. But through him, we are given someone like St. Luke, someone to remind us of God's love, to guide us when we doubt, and to be Christ's presence for us in tough times. Or perhaps you are St. Luke to someone to remind them of God's love, to guide in the way of mercy and be Christ's presence with someone in a tough time. Either way, it is always together, never apart. Together will our Lord make the tough times bearable, now and for the rest of our lives. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.